What's up, Beautifully Built fam? Welcome back to the Beautifully Built Inside and Out podcast. I am your host, Melissa Impet. Today, I'm coming back to you with another fit chick combo from this beautiful babe that I met on Facebook. Stanny is going to chat with us about how she has made such a huge change to her lifestyle in just 17 short months. I can't even tell you how inspired I was listening to her story and just hearing the passion within her voice. She really did get sick and tired of feeling sick and tired, so she put her foot down and stood up for herself, making some huge lifestyle changes. You guys are really going to love hearing her story, so let's give Stanny a big warm round of applause for sharing her heart and being so open and authentic with us. P.S. In this episode, we talk a lot about community and how important it is to have a strong community when you're looking to change your lifestyle. So if you're in search of a motivating community that you can access 24 hours a day, no matter where you live, make sure you join the Beautifully Built movement on Facebook. Our Facebook community is called You Are Beautifully Built. So search You Are Beautifully Built right on Facebook. Join us because it's so motivating and inspiring to see other women in the gym taking selfies posting their meal prep, recipe ideas, just anything that's going to keep us all fired up and motivated to becoming the best versions of ourselves. So make sure you join us in the You Are Beautifully Built Facebook group. All right, here we go. Now let's jump into this interview. Thank you for having me. (laughs) So yeah, my name is Fanny. Um, I'm currently living in Austin, Texas, Um, originally from Nebraska. Um, Fitness for me has been a harder thing over the course of my life. So I spent, to kind of back way up, I've spent most of my life kind of living in this weird black or white world like I think a lot of people do where you've got like the clumsy nerd versus the dumb jock. And so when I was not excelling at anything physical, I very much dedicated myself to more what I consider to be intellectual pursuits and completely forgot I had a body. Like I had no mind-body connection at all. I was very much like, if we're going outside, you're going without me. I'm just going to lay on the couch. And so I had a lot of success in other areas of my life, but my body was not doing well at all. And about, I think we're going on 17 months now. About 17 months ago, I kind of hit a tipping point. I found myself, I'm five foot five. I was 245 pounds, which is borderline morbidly obese. And I couldn't. Like I had, I was struggling to tie my shoes. Like I was dying in the heat in Texas mm-hmm. and I was just miserable. And so at that point, like I, I decided I was going to open my mind to other things. Um, and I was going to at least try to be more active. And so I changed my diet completely. Um, I don't know how familiar you are with a ketogenic diet. I've tried it and I loved it. It was actually, it was actually really, I loved it. It worked well for me. Um, I didn't continue it because I love my veggies and stuff like that. And I had a hard time keeping my carbs really low, but I really liked it. So tell us a little bit about that. Sorry to like interrupt your story. (laughs) No problem. So ketogenic diet, there, there there's so many different ways you can do it. Um, it's, it's basically a very, very low carb diet. So you're trying to get your body into a metabolic state called ketosis. Um, where it's utilizing free fatty acids and ketones basically um, for fuel rather than glucose. Mm-hmm. And so that, that was a big change. And I do agree, it's, it's, it's definitely challenging at the beginning. And for certain people, it's not something that's super sustainable for them. Mm-hmm. But I found it to be really compatible um, with my body. I had some metabolic disease, uh, PCOS, 
insulin resistance. Uh, my family has a history of heart disease and diabetes. Mm. And I was definitely starting to see those kind of signs and symptoms creep into my everyday life. Yeah. Um, and by really cleaning up my diet and cutting out all of the, the sugar and junk food and fast food, um, I saw a huge improvement in energy and sleep. I and then, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then, I mean, since April 2017, so about 17 months ago, I've lost 99 pounds. Wow. Yeah. That is incredible. So in a little over a year, I went from a size 20. I'm currently a size zero, which I spent my whole life making excuses. I had big bones and that was physically impossible oh for me. Oh my God, I used and, to see the same thing. Yeah. And lo and behold, that was just a load of garbage. I was feeding myself to feel better because it was, it was perfectly possible. My bones aren't that big. Yeah. Jeez. That is incredible. Congratulations. Thank you. Wow. What a journey. That's amazing. And it sounds to me like a lot of your journey has really been working through a lot of stuff that's going on in your own mind. Yeah, definitely. I, I, like I said, I lived in my head. I didn't really try to do anything physical. I had zero interest in it. And I just thought it was unattainable for me. Um, I mean, very young, I've always been uncoordinated. And so nobody ever stopped to teach me how to play a sport because I just, I sucked at it. I just sucked at a lot of things. And so I didn't pursue it any further. Um, But once I went on the keto diet, there's there's definitely an adaptation for a couple of weeks where you kind of are lethargic, mm-hmm. but once your body really learns how to start utilizing the energy you're providing it, because it takes it a while for it to really catch up on how to process that much fat into energy and your body actually use it. Once that happened, even though I was borderline morbidly obese, I suddenly had like the urge to get up and do things for the first time in my entire life. So much. I noticed that I had so much more like brain clarity. Absolutely. Yeah. There's definitely people like when you're on carbs experience brain fog and then you cut it out and you can think clear. And I, I guess I've never really had a huge problem with brain fog, but there is definitely a different feeling in your entire body um, on a ketogenic diet. There's, there's different sleep. Like I feel like I recover faster. I need less sleep. Um, I have so much more energy than I've ever had. Um, and it's really bizarre because a lot of people think of energy directly with carbs and people carb loading before a big run and things like that. But your body's incredibly good at adapting to different circumstances. And I found at least for me, it's worked out really well. So I started just by walking. That's really all I could do. I wanted to sprint and I tried at one point at like 230 pounds and my knees like gave out on me. But I did start walking. I kind of slowly eased into it. And over the last 17 months, my entire life has turned around. Um, I went from walking down the block and I couldn't breathe to then I could walk a couple miles. Um, After that, I took up weightlifting. I didn't really know what I was doing. I was a complete beginner to that. But I found I really, really liked that. And I kind of gave up cardio for a while. Um, started researching how to write my own programs because I didn't quite want to hire a personal trainer at that point in time. And then I started seeing um, over on Instagram all these female power lifters, and I was really interested in that. And so I took up power lifting and kind of fell in love with that whole sport. Um, I have some, uh, like, I've got a spine problem. I've got scoliosis. My hips, as a result, dislocate. So I was struggling with that. I did end up hiring a powerlifting coach, which has been an amazing experience. 
Um, so my numbers have gone way up on that. Um, and that kind of led to me wanting to try to learn how to run. So at one point I did like the C to 5K program and I learned how to run a 5K and that was really great. Um, and then I kind of went back to lifting, which is where I'm at now. Gosh, you're just like firing me up and making me so inspired because you really like, you just did such a great job changing the story that you were telling yourself. So exactly. I, I always say that, that, you know, that whatever's going on in our, in our mind is a story that we're telling ourselves. We're the author of our own story. And for a long time of your life, you were telling yourself one story, but then it sounds like 17 months ago, you just started changing that script and telling yourself a new story. And that's incredibly powerful in under two years. That's crazy. Yeah. Everything's pretty much completely turned around. And a lot of us are stuck in these very limiting beliefs about mm -hmm. what we're capable of and what's yeah. possible. And that in turn just changes what your interests are. So you might be great at something, but you might have no interest in pursuing it because you're feeding yourself all of this negativity. And it may not even be you're feeding it to yourself. I have a history. I, I grew up in a very, um, abusive home. And then as an adult, when I was like in my twenties, I was in a lot of abusive relationships and all of that really beat my self-confidence down, just reinforced all of these negative emotions and bad coping mechanisms. And it really is a slippery slope until you hit rock bottom. But eventually I did get there and at least start turning things around. Um, and it's so been really positive. You, how, do you, how do you think that you've pushed through some of those limiting beliefs? If you could give like the listeners some advice, because I know there's quite a few people suffering from these limiting beliefs or these fears that are holding them back. So what are some strategies that you use to really push through? I think one thing that's really important is a lot of us want to do everything by ourselves. And that's, that's been me for a long time as well, because I did have anxiety and depression and really want to isolate myself. But if you can find a community, whether yeah. that's in person or whether that's even online, um, <laughs> you need those exactly Facebook for me. Like, See, even Stanny agrees. You really need to have a strong community if you feel like you're lacking motivation. So make sure you join us at You Are Beautifully Built on Facebook. This group will fire you up all the time. I can't wait to meet you there. Instagram has been a huge thing. Instagram yeah. has been huge for me. There's like, and it started just with the keto community on Instagram. Like, like the ketogenic dieters really seem to circulate and, and concentrate themselves on Instagram. So there's this amazing, really supportive thousands of men and women. And we're all talking. And I, I feel like a lot of them have become my personal friends and cheer each other on and help each other stop saying some of these negative things about ourselves. Um, that's been a, a big source of support for me. Um, cutting negative people out of my life. Like if somebody in my life is, is not serving me and I'm not really serving them, maybe they're not a bad person, but maybe we should, shouldn't be communicating so, or talking. Grew apart, grew apart and you went yeah. in separate directions. Yeah. And let them grow in their way and you go grow in your way. Um, the powerlifting gym, like I joined a powerlifting gym so I could see the powerlifting coach just to make sure I didn't hurt myself physically. And even that, like that, that was really intimidating because the girls in there are jacked. Yeah, like so they're, why, they're why strong. Tell some, the tell some of the listeners what powerlifting actually is because some people might not necessarily know. Sure. So powerlifting is a really simple sport and it's basically heavy weightlifting and it's three different moves and it's just squats, deadlifts, and bench press. And you're just trying to get um, your strength in those three exercises alone as high as you can get it. Um, 
So, but it has been a welcoming community. I feel like anybody can compete. You can compete in the sport and have no experience. There are a lot of like beginner friendly meets and stuff you can do or charity meets you can go and do. I have chosen not to compete just because I don't, I don't feel like that's a healthy space for me quite yet to compare myself against other people. But I do think it's interesting to watch and even going and meeting with my powerlifting coach to see other women excelling in what's normally a very male dominated environment um, and seeing what they've been able to achieve. Cause these girls are built a lot of them and it's, it's, it was hard when I was 230 something, 240 something pounds walking into that. And like, I was, it was kind of embarrassing. I couldn't squat a bear bar at the beginning. Like I was really, really struggling with a basic squat. I had my movement patterns were across the board, just kind of terrible from years of doing nothing, but they were really supportive and it was really nice to see other, other women succeeding in something and help me kind of open up my eyes to what could be possible in the future. Yeah, it creates such a bigger vision for yourself. That's really cool that you're so open to really experimenting. I love that you are such, you're such a researcher. Like you just figure it out. You know what you want and you put the work in and you figure it out. And that's something that I'm always preaching to my people is if you want something, Google is a fucking awesome tool these days. Like figure it out, figure it out. So that's awesome that you've just been so resourceful and you've found these amazing communities to become a part of. Yeah, there's really no excuse in this day and age not to know something if you want to know it. Like maybe even if you're not um, the world's fastest learner, just read it over and over again, ask questions, find people, because there are people in every discipline, whether that's fitness related or not. You could want to be a marine biologist. I guarantee you there's a marine biologist on Facebook or Instagram who's happy to talk to you about what steps to take, what schools to go to. Yeah, we have so many tools right in front of our face. Remember when people used to have to actually go to like libraries and like look yeah. at library cards to figure out where the book was? And it's like, we just have so much at our fingertips these days. I feel like a lot of people take it for granted. Absolutely. Yeah. So I know that it's definitely made a big impact on your life, but, but um, how do you think fitness has really made an impact on your life? Um, well, it's definitely helped with my anxiety. It's helped with my depression. I find myself overall much more positive. Those are yeah. still things I think I struggle with. And I, I try like um, when people reach out to me, sometimes especially on social media, we're really good at playing the high, highlight reel and people get realistic, unrealistic expectations about what to expect from things. So I still struggle with anxiety. It has not been a cure-all. Um, the keto diet's kind of famous for helping with anxiety, but it's, it's not solved it. Um, but I feel a lot better on the day to day. And once you start improving one area of your life, you start to realize there are other areas of your, of your life you want to improve. Yeah. Um, so like one, one of the biggest changes in the last couple weeks actually is as I kind of decided I was going to change my career path. Wow. So for the last... I don't know, 10, 12 years, I've kind of been working more like executive customer service and operations management and supply chain and logistics and stuff like that. And that's not ever been where my heart is. It's just something I was naturally good at because you have to be very organized. Um, And it's something I could do in an air conditioned office and sit in a chair and not really have to move anywhere, which was my priority at that point in time is please don't make me touch anything. Like, let me just sit and use my head and I'll be good. Um, but I started study, studying for the uh, NASA and the National Academy of Sports Medicine nice. uh, personal trainer certification. Um, and I've been talking to my powerlifting coach about that. So I've got an internship lined up. 
Um, I really do hope to kind of transition to, to personal training um, and helping women in general because I feel like a lot of women are very intimidated by weightlifting. Um, and since that's been something I love a lot, like there, I don't think there's anything wrong with cardio. I know people talk a lot of crap about cardio bunnies, whatever. I don't, I don't have a problem with it. I just, I still don't enjoy it to the level that I enjoy lifting. So I focus most of my time uh, on the weights, but that, that's what I want to do. I want to kind of transition to a new career where I can be more active and make this sustainable for the long term. You go girl. That's awesome. I'm so excited for you. It's amazing to be able to really take your own journey and turn it into, you know, your future. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Awesome. So what is, what, what would you say that you do to keep yourself motivated? Um, I feel like motivation is a really loaded word. Yes. I honestly don't know that I really believe in motivation in the traditional sense. Like there are days when yeah, I feel motivated. I'm like, yeah, let's get up and get this done. But most of the time for me, it's about structure and routine and discipline and just persevering through whatever the problem is. Yeah. Um, my schedule has gotten really crazy. So the only time, like I was at one point kind of trying to work the gym in after work. And I just found that too many things would pop up, like constantly. Would Somebody would, would need something. I need to go see family. I need yeah. to stay late for work. Um, I'm just not feeling good all of a sudden, which is usually an excuse. So I've been getting up at like four in the morning and going to the gym every single wow. day. Good um, and that's that not always... Yeah, it must start your day off so well though, because you get you get that like endorphin rush. Absolutely, it's 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 really nice to have time to yourself before you do anything for anyone else. Before I go, and I tend to work. Sometimes it's a normal eight nine hour day. Sometimes it's ten eleven twelve hours. Um, it's nice to just have time for yourself, dedicated to something that's improving you. Mm-hmm. Um, I know like in the rich dad, poor dad, if anyone's familiar with that, it's kind of like a financial book, like pay yourself first. It's that whole principle, but fitness related, pay yourself first, take care of yourself first. So, you know, don't put the air mask on the person next to you when you're putting the, when the plane's going down. Um, So in that, that manner, it's been really helpful. And again, I think for me, motivation, it's, it's support. It's knowing that there are other people counting on me now um, through Instagram I have so many people who follow all of my workouts and I don't want to let them down. I don't want to let myself down. Mm. So that's, that keeps me going every day. And then just the fact that, especially with weightlifting, it's so easy to tell when you're doing good. Mm-hmm. Um, there's no, there's no like gray area. Of, did I have a good workout? It's like, did I do more reps or did I lift more weight? Yes, I did. Therefore I won today. And that's for the most part, completely up to me. Unlike weight loss where I found like, I can't will my body to lose weight. In fact, like the last three, four weeks, even though my diet's been on point, my workouts have been on point, my body's just doing whatever it wants. It like gained four pounds of water and just kind of hung there. Um, and I'm like half a pound for my goal. My goal was a hundred pounds lost. I'm at like 99 and a half. And it like, it, I get to that point and it's like, I'm just going to jump back up five pounds, which at this point I lose maybe two to three pounds a month because I'm so close to my goal. Um, so that's been a little frustrating, but you just got to keep pushing and eventually all that stuff is going to, going to work out. Yeah. I can't, I can't agree with you more. That's incredible that you just have such perseverance to really push through. It's really inspiring. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you so much for sharing. So where can the listeners connect with you if they want to get to know you a little bit better? Um, sure. So I do have a Instagram account that I run that's focused very much on health and fitness. 
Um, and that's Stanny, my first name, S-T-A-N-I underscore Slave. And I also have a YouTube channel by the same name. So if you just type into YouTube, Stanny Slave, um, I should pop right up. Awesome. What I can do too is I can put the links in the show notes so people can find that easier. Excellent. Thank yeah, you so much. No problem. So before we wrap things up, what is a piece of advice that you could leave the listeners with? Um, I think I'd go back again to build a community around yourself yeah. and cut out the negative people. Having support is the number one thing I think that I would contribute to sticking with this this time because there have been failed attempts at weight loss before. Nothing really has gotten me completely engaged as much as having positive influences, people that I can aspire to, people that I can help that are maybe behind me on the journey, um, and just people to vent to because every day is not going to be easy. There are going to be a lot of long, hard days along the way. Yeah. And it's just, it's so nice to be a part of a community because your good days, you can be there, your bad days, you can be there. And that's the nice part about social media these days is you can just hop on whenever you need a little recharge. Absolutely. We're very isolated nowadays in society. So it's, it's, we're communal animals. We should have people around us. If you can't like, I, I don't, I'm 1200 miles away from most of my friends and family. So if you have to go online, there's nothing wrong with that. Some of the the best friendships I've made have been through Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Yep. So very true. Awesome. Stanny, it was such a blast chatting with you today. Thank you so much for coming on and sharing your heart with us. And I know so many of my listeners are going to be so fired up and motivated to hear what you've done in just 17 short months. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for having me. Yeah. Thank you.